everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stating the Obvious. Uh, what are we gonna do this time? Should we do a different intro? You got? What do you guys think? No. I don't know, man. You're you, the intro man. I don't know, man. You've always you've insisted upon doing the intro you every are the episode. Intro guy. You, I like you the call, intro we do. I know, but you you call yourself the quote unquote host, and you say that our input is not needed. So I don't know, man. You want to change the intro? Go ahead and do it. You fucking authoritarian. Look. Fair enough. Okay. I'm keeping the intro the same. Let's hear it, Pernay. State something obvious. And I don't know. So you know those candles from IKEA? They're like small. They're very small, very cheap, obviously. There's like a silver line around it. But like those yeah. candles like last forever, man. Like in candles in general, it's kind of interesting. Like you burn. Like the obvious thing, I guess, is just like candles last for so long. They burn, they get like liquidy, and then they... I guess freeze up and then they get solid and you just burn it again. And yeah, that's that's how candles work. Candles kind of OP. Great fact. I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> I'm glad you have discovered how this technology that has lasted humanity for millennia works. I don't know who came yes. up with it, but they kind of OP. I don't know. Did you guys ever make those like uh, kind of crayon candles when you were kids? I like you melt the crayons have. and you yeah. dip like the string in the wax. Yeah, yeah. those are fun. Those are pretty damn fun. Did you ever actually use them as like candles though? Oh, well, well, I mean, like, I didn't use them to like light up the room or anything, but I set them on fire, but, that's for sure. Hey, did you know that, like, you, you know what the Wii is, right? Obviously, Nintendo Wii, it has a motion sensor, right? Yeah. So, like, well, I lost my motion sensor sometime back. And apparently, and I have also tried this, I've done this several times. Instead of the motion sensor, you can put like a couple of candles. And use that as a motion sensor, and it works. I, Wait, why? The reason what? why is because the motion sensor, all it does is it just emits uh, infrared waves, and and so and the Wii is actually is just just receiving the waves. Uh, so if you put a candle, it acts as the same thing as the motion sensor, It's just releasing okay. infrared. Okay, I feel like you're gonna have to like explain how this works to me because like my Wii had like a motion sensor block that yeah, you yeah, plugged yeah, into I the know. bottom of the thing, right? Yeah, I, I but know. But you're this. telling me you put a candle there. You can you, you can you're try telling it yourself me you put too. You can, you... a lit no no a lit object a lit candle on the end of a remote that you're holding. Oh, in no, your no, head. no 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 no. Explain how no, this no, works. No, not, not like that. You okay? So your Wii has your Wii has like the block thing, right? Your Wii remote. Right. But the Wii itself right. had another like thin black, like motion sensor thing. It's like thin and black. It had one wire that connected to the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, if yeah, you don't thing. have that thin thing, you can replace that with just putting How? candles around the. Like you can put them anywhere in the room, but that's where just where your motion sensor is pointing. Ideally, I I, How do you I would connect put, it to the Wii though. I, I would put. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to connect anything, man. I don't know the exact science. All I know is that it has to do with infrared it's light. It's not just magic. How is the Wii going to like receive <laughs> Bro, the fact that... I will that tell you this whatever fact, waves. I will done this. I've done this many, many times, and it has worked many, many times. And the stronger so, the candle you have, obviously, the more infrared it emits and the better your signal is. So, dear listeners, I think you can see here exactly why <laughs> Pernay did not go into a computer science major. Because his solution, when a piece of hardware breaks, is to set up a satanic okay, well, it ritual didn't break. It just and lost it, pray right? to like whatever demonic forces are in hell okay. to come fix his Wiimote. 
Well, I guess he had a strong connection because I guess it worked. <laughs> you know what? We're moving on. I yeah. Some. What the hell? Okay, Noah, save us, please. Say something <laughs> obvious. That's actually like obvious. Well, healthcare is too damn expensive in America. Earlier today, I was uh, trying to do some like you no know, financial shit, trying to figure out what the cost of living would be for myself after I got out of college. And holy fuck, healthcare is expensive. Just don't get sick, lol. <laughs> the easiest solution. Amazing. Uh, that's my solution. It's a pretty good solution. Aren't you planning on being a doctor? Like, no, uh, yeah, don't you interact with sick people like all the yeah. time? Yeah, I just gotta have a strong immune system. That's the plan. I gotta eat those Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> you know, you remember those? But if uh, everyone does that, everyone have a job. It'll kind of, it'll be poor. Yeah, I, I've heard of, uh, that, not the other people. I've heard of, I've heard of doctors that like refuse to go to the doctor because they know how much like doctors scam people. They're like, I refuse to be exploited by anybody other than myself. Yeah. Plus, they already know how to diagnose themselves. Like that's part <laughs> of it. <laughs> but they can't actually prescribe themselves. That is true. Uh, no, no, you can't. That is true. Because that's really? just... So then they could yeah, just because get then... High, like, they could just get all the drugs. And then that's fair, that's fair. I mean, like, uh, basically what happened anyways. I mean, I Opioid learned by watching House, lol. <laughs> House is always taking drugs. But he can never write prescriptions for himself, so he gets other people to do it for him. Because <laughs> he works in a hospital. Easy clap. Cobb, don't do that. I will not. Have ethics. I yeah. must have the Cobb, I'm pretty sure any amount of drugs would kill you. I mean, like, you know those, like, before and mm -hmm. after pictures where they, like, have, like, you know, before meth, after meth, and, like, before meth, they're all, like, healthy looking, and then after meth, they're, like, fucking, like, thin as skeletons? Cobb, you already look like the after picture, so I can only imagine what you would look like on drugs. I, he wouldn't, I might he become wouldn't OP, be, you don't know. Yeah, he would not would gain the power of <laughs> invisibility. <laughs> His body would like fucking fold in on itself. Like there would be there would be no cob left okay. in the mortal realm. Hey man, invisibility is pretty cool power. Yep. That'd be pretty dope. Okay, Cobb. Now tell us. Something obvious. That other than the fact that you'd want to be invisible. Well, a uh, very tragic event has happened in the last couple of weeks, Microsoft has announced that they are ending Internet Explorer in 2021. Yeah, actually. Mm. Actually, there will be no more Internet Explorer. I say okay. fucking finally. What is it? Why now there's like a Microsoft Edge, isn't there? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's like their, their new... That's going to continue? Version, but like, still. Okay, I don't well, know, there's I something mean, nostalgic like about Internet Explorer. It sucks. It's like a My, really what, bad what software. Just hell? just having that icon there and just like deleting it the first time <laughs> oh, you get a computer. <laughs> just like okay. deleting the icon. I don't know. It's just weird. It's like a, yeah. It's just weird that like fair. the very one of the most the, like the first internet browsers is like no longer a thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it is kind of like a rite of passage, you know. You buy a new computer, you use Internet Explorer to download another browser, and then you delete it. It's like baptism or something. I mean, from two thousand like five, like two thousand nine. I don't know. I like I used Internet Explorer because I just I don't think Chrome was really a thing, and you know that's like the only way to access the internet. I think I, 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 I didn't even really use the internet very often, but you know. Oh. 
Wait, that, like, speaking of, like, using the internet back in the olden days, my family was, like, getting all our old electronics together to go take to, like, the electronics recycling center, and somehow they dug out my first laptop, like, the first laptop I ever had, and it was this old fucking Toshiba laptop, and Jesus Christ, this thing was huge. Like, it was big enough to have a locking mechanism inside of the lid, right? So you'd have to, like, like pull this, like, tab to like get the lid open and it was old enough to have like a sticker that was like windows xp inside that is that is an old computer now yeah it's an old fucking computer but i mean like damn that toshiba was my first computer how old was that oh do you know uh well i looked it up and apparently windows xp didn't last that long so i must have had like bought it between 2007 and 2009 somewhere in that range it's about 10, 11 years old. Yep. Well, no. Wait, Cobb, you know when I was... Oh, you're saying the computer was 10 or 11 yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about myself. I was like, Cobb, you know what year I was born in? 2000. Uh, like, uh, it's not that hard. You just, you just add whatever comes after the 20 to my age. Talking about to, and the my computer age. here, Noah. You know, the subject of yeah. this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old fucking computer. Looked like a, like, looked like a goddamn brick. That must have been. It was a brick. Yeah. It was a brick. Must have been. It probably didn't have any more functionality. What God? I said I was gonna say yeah. That must have been a uh, pretty painful to use, man. <laughs> oh, true. It would have been pretty painful to use. Speaking of pain, that seamless transition. Oh. There's this Amazing. recent Amazing. Uh, history uh, channel TV show that I have been watching called Kings of Pain. Uh, have you guys heard of this show? They're always watching these most random things. Like yeah, it is a good show. Start off with Shark Week, then like Guns of Nat Geo, and then we're doing a lot of Pain, King of Pain. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched History Channel in a while because like it kind of turned to shit. If I'm being honest. Well, these guys were. This show is like pretty good. It's it's it has nothing to do with history, but I guess they got commissioned by the History Channel to do it. Nice. But it's these. Well, I mean, like that's the thing, right? Like History Channel stopped being about history, like. Ten years ago, yeah, yeah, but anyway, the show is about these two wildlife biologists, and what they've done is obviously people know like the major animals that like if you bite if it bites you it'll kill you like you know lion shark things like that if it bites you you're basically dead but there's right. uh, so many like animals stings and bites that like if it uh, attacks you that it's just gonna be like super painful but it's not gonna kill you. So what they've done is they've taken uh, about 25 different species of animals, so like, you know, like the lionfish and, and uh, pufferfish and stuff like that, stuff that will, won't exactly kill you, but it'll, like, be super, super painful, right? And they've exposed themselves, like, gotten stung by these, like, animals. Uh, they did a piranha once. That was pretty intense. And they created this, like, pain index on, like, how bad the sting is, how bad the bite is, and how you can, like... If, it, if you do get bitten or stung, like, what you can do in that situation to, like, make it better. Or, like, how to deal with it so you don't die or to alleviate the pain. So what have you learned, Cobb, from this I've show? learned how to deal with a bunch of bites. Usually a lot of, uh, most, like, venomous bites, you just gotta, like, urinate on it. Uh, Interesting. Just because, like, like if, the, the salt, I mean, yeah, the salt. Like, what, like, what if you're by yourself and it's, like, a spot that you just can't? And maybe you I mean, can just, you like, get it in a container and container, then just, like... Container, yeah, and just, just, like, pour it on there. I guess but, so, I guess so. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, like, kind of gross, but, like, worth... 
Wait, what? Why? I've heard of like there's like a plant in like Australia or something where if you brush against it, like the pain is so chronic and severe that it will last literal years. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard of Jesus. That. People have committed yeah, suicide I... just because the pain is yeah. so intense. I think it was like called like I think it was like called the suicide plan or something. Well, that is a reasonable name. In Australia, so you know what? Yeah, I'm just I'm just not going anywhere near that, dude. No, thank you. I found it's all the wildlife, the... animals, crazy things that live over there. I'm good. It's called the Jimpy. Yeah. The Jimpy. The what? what? The G Y M P I E. That's like the actual name of it. Uh. Yo, it must be. Dude, I, I just I don't know how you could just let things bite you like. I, they're, they're like well, actually I mean... insane. I mean, like, a lot of the time, like, you don't know that an animal or, like, a bug is there until it bites you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i sure they do, like, snakes or, like, like I'm sure the bugs are also bigger. Well, not necessarily. Maybe, maybe not all of them, but at least some of them, like, you know. But a lot of them, them do, like, a lot of them do they are, do like, any bigger animals? Yeah, but a lot of them are, like, insects? sneaking up on you or, like, you just don't know they're there, which is, like, they've been doing it for a while. The species does I mean, like, adapt. Like man. this, way, you shouldn't be one to talk of one one to talk about like you no know, not getting bit by things. Like I know for a fact how often you get bit by flying insects. Yes. What, what so is your point? You, you shouldn't just be saying like you know just don't get bit, lol. Like, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you, how are they okay with like voluntarily getting bit? Oh yeah. Oh, these dudes. Like, I thought you talk about like the victims like out in the wild. Like you're like. How are these people okay no, I'm letting about, themselves I'm talking get, about like, people on this sticks. television show that okay, are okay. opting to be, like, bitten by, like, snakes? Wait, they're right, just, like, enough, actually crazy. There's this one snake that they did where... I forgot the exact name of the snake, but it's this uh, python, and it's the only known snake to, like, have swallowed a human whole. And they got bit by it. And Kinky. the damage from that was, like, pretty bad. I mean, like, honestly, they probably have, like, some sort of weird-ass fetish for it. I can't. I literally Possibly. was just Googling stuff about it, and now my arm's literally hurting. Like, where they were getting bit on their pictures, I was like, my arm is now in pain. I'm I'm not doing it. Wait, th- these are not. like these are like some big dudes too, right? They're like pretty jacked They're and stuff both, like that. Man. And I, they they like cry on the show because the pain is super intense. Okay, well, if you go if yep. you go and search out the the most painful things, I assume. You probably will cry. How would you guys yeah. think their life insurance costs or whatever? I don't, I don't I mean, know, man. They must sign a waiver saying it's okay if they die. Like, no way that the station. I mean, like, isn't that. the whole point, though, that the animals, like, cause a lot of pain but don't kill you? Well, yeah, but I, if they have an allergic reaction, they'll die. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, considering that they're, like, biologists and, like, apparently specialized in this, I would expect them to know the risk going in. Like, yeah, fair, the, fair. The insurance he would have wouldn't be life insurance. It would be like pain insurance, and that doesn't exist. No, it'd be life insurance. I mean, I'm sure but, they signed a waiver. Like, you sign a waiver like any place you go nowadays. Like, I'm sure they signed a waiver saying like death is okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I just think it's stupid. Yeah, but rather it them than stupid. me. Yeah, but like, what? Why, why anyone at all? You know. I mean, what they're they're the the goal of the whole thing is like to create that index and like determine how you survive it, right? Because if no one gets bitten by it, like you're not gonna know how the body reacts. You're not gonna know how to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, but like, so. okay, like the thing for me though is like 
as a TV show, I don't understand how you get, like, the appeal over a long period of time. Because, like, yeah, like, maybe the first episode's like, wow, that looks like it hurt a lot. Like, that must hurt. But then, like, you know, like, a fucking season later, it's like, that also hurt. I don't know, it man. all hurt. <laughs> it's doing pretty well, like, rating-wise. So, I guess people like I mean, like, like on it. some level, you're just watching, like, these buff dudes, like, let themselves get bitten and then cry i think it's like it's like you know you can't look away from a train wreck every time a train crashes you'll still look at it yeah but like i don't watch like a season long of like train wrecks like maybe other people do but like i'll watch like one train wreck i'll be like wow that's a pretty bad train wreck i'm not gonna watch another one well people are watching Noah. all right well it's pretty (laughs) stupid Whatever. Well, I think we established that multiple times on this podcast. Yep, I'm just reiterating it. Okay. Nice. You guys ever think there there are animals that just like don't seem lethal at all? Like I read this one fact that like hippos are more dangerous than lions. That is true. It's just like animal. Some animals that don't even seem lethal, like a turtle. Like a turtle doesn't seem very lethal. What if it just like comes out of its shell and just like murders you? Snapping turtles. Apparently, like there's like snapping turtles that like will actually do that. Holy Christ. See, I'm like, telling you, man. They, they just, just have, like, bite force, just... And they're also very aggressive. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I remember there was this one time, uh... For AP Bio, you know, there's this... There's this river, for context. There's this, like, not river, but, like, creek thing that goes the uh, at the back of our school by the parking lot, right? And so, mm. for a biology class, we went out there to... Because uh, there... It's a known place where, like, fossils are found. So a couple days we went out there and just like straight up looked for fossils for the class period. And since it's a creek, there's a lot of other animals there. And there were so many snapping turtles that we had to avoid because like he's like, oh, yeah, people have got bitten, like a lot of bleeding sometimes. So just stay away from them. So they're there. Yeah. Turtles are also one of the most durable animals because of their shell. They can just be like, yo. Peace out, and then just take all four of their limbs and just eat out of there. Or I guess their head too, right? So yeah, there's the some there's some like animals and or bacteria. They can just like withstand some crazy things. And a cop and I the other day we were talking about things called tardigrades, which oh like, I've seen the pictures of those. Oh god, <laughs> why why? <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, you know they're, they're like, like literally all over your face, right? Yeah, they're like they're like everywhere right now, just. I'm aware, but they're also known as fun. water bears. People yeah, might know them. These kind of are actual tanks, but like they can survive in space up to God knows how long. And like, we just straight up don't know how long because we left them out there, and they were still alive when we came back. <laughs> I mean, they're not alive in the sense that they're, like, up like, and about just, like, flying yeah. around space. They're, like, hibernating in space because, obviously, there's no there's no food and water and stuff. So, they, they like, hibernate alive. there. But, like, if you if you go and put them back into a place where they usually would live, then they would come back alive. And they're not come back alive. they get out of hibernation and be like, yo, what's up? And then there's, like, this other jellyfish or something. It's not super durable in the sense, but it's, like, immortal. I think it's called, like... Yeah, it's just the, a hydra. The it's immortal, just called a hydra. The immortal jellyfish or something. It's, like... It like recharges. What? It like no, no. I'm talking. I'm, we're, you, we're talking what? about something else. It like recharges its life cycle. So like the same jellyfish, it, uh, like when it gets old, it like, like reverses its life cycle and like becomes young again and then like goes old. 
And then it, like, like grows old and does the same whoa, thing. Really kind of weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, they're like, like trying to study that for like anti-aging and humans. I mean, like if you think about it, there's no real practical reason why we can't live effectively forever. Yeah, that's true. It's like so that's why they're like those researchers are like, why can't the human body just like produce these enzymes or produce these uh, hormones to like reverse aging? Because like I I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think aging is like is a byproduct of just some of our like organs. Aging like, is lasting I'll tell you what too aging long. is. Aging right. is there. There's one specific thing that causes everything else. So. You know when your cell divides, right? You make a copy of your entire genome, right? That's yeah. in a cell. And when that, ha- you know what telomeres are? Telomeres are the the very ends of the chromosomes, the caps. It's really compact DNA. But what happens is every time the cell divides, there's a little bit of that telomere that doesn't get copied over, about ten base pairs or so, right? And that happens over every division. And since there's like millions and millions of divisions a day, over time that like stacks up, right? And although like that DNA is useless, eventually like that's what that's what causes aging is that you lose your DNA, effectively. I see. Well, and then obviously in effect, that causes these jellyfish. Whole stuff. These jellyfish have found some way to reverse that, and they're just mad chilling. Like so, I mean, like they will die if you hit it, and like if you physically damage it. But if it's left alone, right. and it like it will never die of old age, essentially. Yeah, I, was I mean, this, like, I, yeah, you know, I watch Shark Week, but the world, <laughs> the the uh, uh, longest <laughs> living. It doesn't matter. He's just like, ah, watch Shark Week. You guys yep. know that. <laughs> the oldest living vertebrate, is, like species, is a shark. It's called the Greenland shark, and those the like the ones that they were filming and showing. They were alive during the Enlightenment. These sharks live like uh, about 500, 600 years. Well then, that's kind of crazy. Dude, imagine like like how, what percent, like 70% of the ocean is like undiscovered or something. Somewhere imagine like what crazy crap is down there, man. Like, yeah, like this shark, weird this shark shit. was just like in the Arctic waters. That we just don't know about. Where the like, the Arctic <sighs> waters where like no one went and we discovered it like uh, maybe three years ago. Okay. So this is like somewhat off topic, but I want to talk for a second about like humans, like before we we created like agriculture and everything, just like baseline, like evolutionarily speaking, just like humans chilling in like sub-Saharan Africa. Because like I've read that apparently humans are like the only animal to do endurance hunting, meaning like you have like cheetahs, right? Which will like try to catch your prey by like being faster. But, like, humans don't, like, didn't try to, like, be faster than, like, their prey, right? They just outlasted them. Like, in a foot race, apparently humans can can basically outlast any other, like, animal on the planet. Like, we can outrun a horse over a long enough distance. Wait, now, did you, did you listen? There's literally an exact podcast from Radiolab called Horse Race on this. I I have not. Okay, well, you should, you should definitely listen to this. So, like, they, they actually have a race, I think, somewhere in the Midwest between, like, humans and horses. And, yeah. uh, apparently no one beat the horse until last, until last year. But, like, granted, the reason why, like, a lot of people think no one's beat, beaten a horse until last year, it's just because they have a lot of, 
like because of animal cruelty rules, you can't like obviously outrun the horse until it dies. And so they have like yeah. stations every two hours to like refresh the horse, make it nice and like make it feel nice and good. And they have like a refreshment station, but humans just have to keep on chugging along without any of that shit. Because <laughs> there's no there's no anti-human law, <laughs> no. human cruelty laws. Like, if you're crazy, you can just fucking do it. But then last year, there's this one guy who just like fucking he just like destroyed the horses by it. Even though they had all that, like, refreshment stuff for the horses. Yeah, fuck that. We don't need that shit. But how the heck did the guy beat the horse even with all that Bro, stuff? This man is an actual beast, I'm telling you. He's just, like, the pinnacle of human, like, physique. Also, maybe he took drugs? I don't know. But, like, okay, but, like, anyways, like, the whole idea was, right, like, we just, like, chase our prey until they got exhausted and died. And, like, think about how horrifying that is. Like, you're, like, just imagine, right? You're, like, some gazelle or something, like, on the, on the savannah. And there's, like, upright a ape throws a rock at you. You're scared. You run away, right? You run, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 20 minutes. You're, like, okay, I'm safe now. You get back to grazing. Turn around. There it is again. You run again. Like, you think you're safe. Turn around. There it is again. You try to run. You can't. The next day, it's there again. You keep running. You can't. You get exhausted, and it's still there. Yeah. It just waits for the you way, to die. Yeah, the way like, they, the that way is that, such like uh, the way the animals die actually is they literally like their body temperature rises so much that it just like destroys everything. Yeah, I mean, like it's just like like a horror fucking like horror like film villain thing to do, and that's how we survived. For thousands of years. But I mean, from an evolutionary standpoint, that's kind of ingenious. Yeah. So yeah, it's, because, I mean, like, it's also, all because like our sweat glands are so insane that like you want to talk about like durability. Read. Humans are fucking durable, man. Like horses, like they break a single leg, they basically die from shock, right? We have people who had all four limbs amputated and they're still chilling. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is true. They are chilling. <laughs> But not very they're nice. Just like they're, just, they're just like a They're just they're living a very hard, difficult life. Like limbs, get that shit away from me, man. I just need a <laughs> head and a fucking torso. That's it. Fair. Well, Fair enough. That's true. Rip quality of life, though. I mean, fucking cyborg limbs, man. You got those now. This I've been thinking. True. Yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. If technology ever gets to the point where, like, they can, like, make cybernetic limbs that are better than actual limbs, like, if you can afford it, why not just have your limbs amputated and replaced? <laughs> literally become Bucky, KFW. Like, yeah, like, high key, like, literally just, like, run around at the fucking speed of sound because your limbs are made of carbon nanotubes and also you have rocket boosters attached to your feet like why the fuck not uh, speaking of I like am iron man <laughs> you know like cybernetic upgrades you know elon musk uh he said that he has a new like product i guess is the word for it that like uplinks your brain to like your oh, yeah. spotify playlist or something like, you can stream music fuck? directly into your mind. It was something weird, bizarre like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I think yeah. the idea was, like, to have, like, a chip. Like, like I think this was, like, a long-term idea. But, like, the idea was, like, have a chip in your brain that could, like, back up, like, your entire, like, psychological, like, just, like, everything. Like, your subconscious, your conscious, just everything. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Because, like, even nowadays, like, genetics tests, like, I, I won't do genetic tests just because, like, it's such a huge invasion of privacy, and I, I know for a fact, like, I've seen it happen, where, like, 
employers and stuff like that, they can request your, like, genetic tests and stuff. And, like, if you're predisposed to certain diseases, just, like, straight won't hire you because they know you're going to die soon. Yeah. It's stupid. I just think, like, your DNA is, like, your... I don't know. I feel weird giving that out to people. I feel like that's too private. I mean, like, I guess, like, a lot of people, like, the, the problem they have with the idea of, like, having your personality be uploaded is that, like, you know, they're like, oh, like, it's not really me, right? But, I mean, if you think about it, like, that's basically what happens every time you go to sleep and wake up. What? What, what do you mean? mean? Either like, Noah's really big brain or this is just, <laughs> like, retarded. <laughs> okay, okay, I, yeah, no, I need, to re- I need to rewind a bit, right? So, like, I think the idea, like, the long-term idea Elon Musk has is that eventually we'll be able to get to the point where we can, like, basically back up our entire, like, neurology onto, like, like a chip or, like, the cloud or whatever, right? And then re-download it, like, to, I guess, like, a robot frame or, like, a cloned body at like a later point right so like let's say hypothetically i were to back up my brain and then die in a car crash right that backup could be then put into like a cloned body like regrown from whatever was left of my body at the car crash right yeah this is kind I, of I feel like i feel like yeah. if this was a thing in the future like a lot of rich people they would have several bodies and it would be like a fashion statement kind of thing like this, yeah. this I mean, day like, they're taking out this body and the next day they're just like, oh, he's wearing like Prada's like fifth gen human body and she's wearing <laughs> like fucking... Body by Prada. That sounds like a real Black Mirror episode. Black yeah, Black. but like the thing, like, yeah, but like I feel like a lot of people, the reaction to that is like, oh, like the backup isn't me. But I mean, I, I feel like that idea where, like, I mean, I wouldn't see it as any, any different difference to like from going to sleep and waking up right like i mean it's... i get what you're saying but i also think like i don't know i feel like what you can like i don't know i'm not here to give like meaning of life but i guess like the give threat the meaning death of death and like knowing right that now. i will tell you the meaning of life right now Peter. okay Very nice. like death and like the the fact that you know time is limited and stuff like i don't know that like gives some meaning that must I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, but like, okay, human, my, yeah, go, no, go ahead. Like, my opinion is that humans currently have lifespans that are too short for the try for the kind of civilization we have, right? Because if you think about it, like most people go to school like up until like like the maximum is like a PhD, right? But you can most people only get like a PhD if they get a PhD at all in like maybe one field. Like, if they're really smart, maybe, like, two, three fields. But, like, people don't have the time to become experts in everything. Yeah. But I feel like that creates problems, right? Because you have, like, people who are like, oh, man, COVID-19 isn't, re- like, isn't real. Like, I have a friend whose parents are, like, they have, like, PhDs in chemistry and, like, master's degrees in computer science, right? Like, super smart people. But they don't think COVID-19 is a real thing. So I feel like you have people who just don't, have like like people just over specialize because they don't have the time to do anything else like you can really only get competent at one thing before you basically up and die fair but i still think that's pretty I, sad whatever the time limit is just knowing there's a time limit and that like you could die at any time i don't know that that's got to give some meaning 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, like... It's interesting to think about the way it knows, like... So, say you have some timeline. Say it's, like, a thousand years or something. Say it's really yeah. long. Uh, like, the way we would view, uh, like, age and, like... like we, we In our minds right now, we have, like, a child is, like, until, I don't know, until they're a teenager. And teenagers until, like, you're 19 or something. And then when they're, you're, like, once you're there, you're just, like, a young adult. And then after that, you're just, like, an adult. And then after that, you're just, like, old. And, but, like, how do you think the age ranges after would that, be? After that, you're it dead. Be, after yeah. that, you die. But, like, if your age range is, like, a thousand, it'd be, like, until a hundred, you're considered, like, a child or something. And, like, only once you... I don't know, like, what Noah said. Only once you've, like, mastered everything, then you can be considered an adult or something like that. I mean, like, my perfect society is one where robots take care of, like, all the basic needs, right? Like, food, housing, water, all that's taken care of without, like, human input. Because, like, I don't think you really need need human input to, like, I don't know, like, grow crops, harvest them, and, like, send them to, like, a market, right? Like, most of that's done by machines anyways. But, like, I feel like those, like, basic needs shouldn't like need to be like taken care of by people i think that like society should be reoriented towards excellence basically like rather than saying like no like like just basically just like take out the element of like day-to-day just needing to survive because like survival is already taken care of what about the people who just like want to live a different life like what if some people just want to farm and they just want to live on farm? Oh, yeah, just want to farm fucking and then... let them let them buy a buy a farm. I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna stop you from doing that. But like, if you don't want to like buy a uh, buy a farm or like worry about like food, then I don't think you should have to. You know, speaking of like futuristic societies, there was a Japanese um, company or university, I'm not sure, but they created this modified MRI machine, which can map your neurological data when you go to sleep and recreate the dreams you were having and then play them for you like on a videotape when you're awake which is like kind of creepy but kind of cool at the same time my dreams are always really weird like i had a dream like like, a couple nights ago where i was basically playing like ghost of shishima but i had a sniper rifle and it was pretty dope your dreams not nice. Have you actually even played that game, Noah? No, but like I watched the entire like uh, I, I I watched the entire Let's Play that Mr. Fruit did, so I like basically know how the entire game goes. But like it was dope because like nobody else had guns because they were all like You're I don't know like running Mongols around. from like twelve hundred. I was all I'm like running around with like a fucking op just like <laughs> shooting people. I was like, this is the best game ever. And I woke up. I was like, oh man, I wish I could have played that game. Well, this this sounds like a very you thing to do. Oh yeah, it was dope. Ooh, but speaking sure. of video games, I I want to ask you guys, what do you think of this this uh, premise? Space dog ranch simulator. You simulate is... ranching dogs in space. You 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 have like a a dog ranch in space. Well, if it has, has dogs, I'm already like I know. It is such it. a dope idea. Like, think about remember, it, right? Remember Slime Rancher? I feel like it'd be something like Slime yeah. Rancher. It's like that, but with dogs. Know, which makes it infinitely be. better. Like, I was, like, thinking about, like, what, like, the futuristic version of, like, dog breeds were. And, like, think about it. The Moxhund. It's like Dogshund, right? But you place a D with an M, so it's like, no. It's like the speed of jet aircraft is, like, Mach 2. So it's like a Moxhund. 
So it's like a it's like a regular weenie dog, but it's got cybernetic rocket boosters on it and it flies around. That is the dopest thing ever. Come on. You seem excited about this now. I am very excited. I want to make this game. You could you play should. one one nasty game of catch with that dog. Like no right. You could, think of like imagine that, but in VR, man. Like like you got imagine like a, so many things, but in VR. You got like a fucking dope. RPG with the tennis ball attached. You shoot it and like the the dog's like RPG with the tennis zooms. <laughs> it actually would get it. I would think. Oh man, we need more dogs. Period. I think there are enough dogs. So, okay, so listen. When I go to like in the end of summer, right? Outside, like the house, um, like the house. I, I guess my grandparents are in because I just stay with my grandparents when I'm in India. Right outside is like, it's just like a regular street. It's not like anything. They're not in like a super high, rich, high-end, rich neighborhood. It's just like very average. It's not like a village, but it's like very just average. And there's so many dogs. I remember when I was a kid, I would literally just go ask my grandmother for just like a bunch of bread and like food, and I just go outside and I feed the dogs. Dogs. Aww, it was a good really dog. And I, I named them all too. I no, I don't know. Them. That'd be kind of scary, dude. Those dogs probably have disease. Like, bro, like in the lie. in the nights, I will okay. say these dogs Look, do not give two shit. They will start. They will. Bob, you're as probably loud as right. You're probably right. They probably did have like some kind of disease or whatever. But I was like feeding them through the gate because my grandmother wouldn't like let me like open the gate and like play with them. <laughs> She was just like, you can feed them. That's but, a like, good idea. I feel, I, I'm just like picturing the dogs like that uh, Eric Andre meme, like, let me in. Let me in. Yeah, speaking. Uh, they, seem, they, they seem pretty happy. Speaking of uh, like Indian animals, I guess. When I go to India, nice. I, I, I stay with like my uh, uncle, right? And his house is like, uh, it's definitely up, upper end, I guess I would say. Uh yeah, it's definitely like a it's like a closed in estate almost, and uh, the, there's these cats that just roam, just roam the the gardens, right, and like the land of the house, right, uh, and so the the cats like they're all strays, but like my aunt took them all and got them all vaccinated, and now they're all just like they just live in the house now. Oh yeah, he's one of those cat hunts. Yeah. Nice. There, yeah, I, I, but I also they also have some German shepherds dogs, and oh, the the dogs like their their purpose is like to fight off wild animals. There are so many mongooses, Mo- mongoose eye. What is mongooses? Whatever the plural is, there's so many of them. And the dogs just have to like actually kamikaze them. Because they're obviously like Mongoose is like a pretty good fighter. So. Kamikaze, okay. That reminds me though. Like, have you? Do you guys? Did did any of you guys like watch like this like old? I think it was like a Disney animated like short movie called Ricky Tiki Tabby. Oh, I think I have. I think it was I like have. it was about this like mongoose who like okay, lived never mind, in the I house haven't. of like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like based on like I don't know like Rudyard Kipling or something something like that. But, like, anyways, it was, like, this, like, mongoose, like, living in the house of, like, uh, some Indian family. And, like, the whole plot was just him trying to defend the family from, like, this these, like, cobras who are, like, the bad guys. Yeah, well, I it can confirm familiar. there are cobras. I will say that. I don't know. It was, it was pretty all right. Good to know, Noah. Yep. 
That's what we like to hear. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Okay. Okay. Right. I was thinking about this the other day. Yes. What is the hardest thing you've ever had to do? I have my answer, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear PJ's answer I... first. <laughs> Put him on spot. I don't know. All right, PJ. Oh, okay. We know. enjoy that. We enjoy putting Fernando on the spot. Fucking uh, um, Especially after the candle wee thing, man. What is uh, up with that? Okay, uh, you know, it's what, fine. It's fine. It's fine. What are you going to do? You lose your motion sensor. Deep breath. Uh, buy a new Bro, one? They don't even sell anything for Wii's now. Shut <laughs> up. Last Shut time. up. Or I'm oh my god. You. I'm going to murder you. Okay, fine. Just okay. Quiet. Hardest thing I've ever had to okay. do? Um, yeah, tell me, please. I don't know. There's, there's nothing that stands out, you know, as like, oh, this is. This is like. Hardest thing. <laughs> give her a rebuttal. Question mark? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Ex- well. Yet an extent point? I don't know. Oh, maybe, actually, that was though. That's a good one. I yeah. will say that. That was fairly difficult. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. Maybe that was it, honestly. That's uh, the hardest thing you've ever had to do. In your life? I mean, not. Like, I can't. I can't. There's nothing that I just, on the top of my head, I'm just like, yo, this in my life was definitely the hardest thing I've had to do ever. Maybe like really? No, I don't. Well, you know, there's nothing too. There's nothing too outstanding. You know. Today's had it pretty easy. I mean, can't say it's pretty easy, but I can say there's nothing been like, oh fuck, I'm, uh, this is the hardest thing I've done in my life. I think the hardest thing he's ever had to do is when he lost his motion sensor. Now you have to summon this demon. Uh, you had to fucking summon Satan to come like fix his weed. It took a lot of willpower, I will say. That was a terrible answer. Well, Alright, Noah, I'm what's your answer? You, oh my god. This was proud of Prene? I'm proud of him. You know what? I've always been a little proud of him. But now I'm especially proud of him. Because <laughs> he summoned a demon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, props, right? I can't do that. Yeah. So, you know... I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the Catholic either. Church has led me to believe that it's probably fairly easy if you try. Okay, no. Well, you try and you let me know how that turns All out. All right. I'll let you guys know on the next podcast. And if, and if you don't, let us know. We'll just assume you're dead. Mm-hmm. Or maybe taking a nap. Either. Either or. Um, it could be either if you don't really respond. Okay. Like, I have been here the last couple times, I think. You think? I think. That's probably true. Yeah, I think I think it's fair. Yeah. All right, but but Cobb, I want to hear from you. Like, what is Cobb what is wanted to hear from thing? you? I already put you on the phone now. Oh really? You already put me off? Yeah, you're putting already. Oh, what are you gonna choose? Who gets anyway, what secrets do you have, Cobb? <laughs> well, what? I mean, I'll, I'll say. I mean, I can go. All right. At just... some point, we need to talk about how much of a mystery Cobb's life is. But anyways, uh, for me, my the hardest thing I've ever done is pretty easy for me. And the hardest thing I've ever done was write my college application essays because holy shit it was hard on like both like just like a willpower level and also just a sort of mental health level because i started writing them and like i was looking at the prompts i was like looking at like all the guides like how do you write college application essays it was like you know tell a pivotal story from your life about how you changed and grew as a person and then like i thought about it and realized I don't have any stories about how I grew and changed as a person. Like, uh, literally, just never, never had any significant events happen in my life. I have, I had not done anything with my life up, up until that point. 
like all of my character development like up until like literally now has just been me thinking to myself about like my past actions and being like you know, I was kind of a dick that one time. I probably shouldn't do that again. But you can't tell a fucking story about that. So I was just sitting there for like months just trying to think about literally anything interesting from the last 18 years of my life. Basically well, could not. Maybe you should have talked about that. The fact you that you about, uh, yeah, write an essay about uh, writing an essay. <laughs> You could talk There's about our round of grapevine. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna fucking write about that, <laughs> because I know it was a pivotal event yeah. in your life. But like, to me, it was just another Saturday. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> Fuck you. Know you. How d- how dare you? He shit this one. I did not give a single crap after yes, that you round. Did. Are no, you kidding I didn't. me? Are you kidding me, man? You, you can Kyle can back me up on this. I remember. I remember. Like, I remember. Like you, you just like went off and like fumed. Like you wouldn't even look at me for a while. So like I was just hanging around with Cobb, and I was like, you know, Cobb, I think I'm doing pretty all right, but I'm kind of worried that this is gonna take this pretty hard. I can confirm. Look, that was like a while after that. I was, I was saying immediately we went to the second floor. Hey, wait, how? It always ends up like this. By the way. On our podcast, we always end up talking about Grapevine. Yeah, because you yeah. bring it up. You bring <laughs> it up every true. time because you won't let go of it. Because you are a bitter person this way. You are a bitter I, person I who will not let go person. of the past. I can't, Noah. It's uh, too tilting. <laughs> One of the hardest <laughs> things you've ever had to do, Jed. Listen to Noah's speech <laughs> at Grapevine. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Man. <laughs> I know he'll never let it go like this is what I'm saying right like this will just straight up can't let go of shit this happened two years ago I'm pretty sure right yeah was, no. it was just yeah. one year one year it was just it one happened, year right, it happened two years ago no, pretty recently. No, yeah, two okay years to ago. be Actually, fair shit, the pandemic has completely ago. fucked up my sense of oh yeah no it was two years ago yeah it's a long time ago yeah yeah, two years. It's been two years. It's been two fucking years since Grapevine. This one still won't let it go. He will never let it go. He'll, I swear to God, we'll be like 70, or 70 years old in like a fucking retirement home, right? And he'll just be like, hey, hey, Noah, remember that time you fucked up that round in Grapevine? And I'll, I'll be like, this is what I'm dying, man. And this will be like, I don't care. I don't care. You, you ruined my life with that, that round in Grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God, man. Look, I will neither def- confirm nor deny the statement. <laughs> okay, but that was the hardest thing I ever had to do. It's true. It's true. You, I single. I just had to sit there and listen to you while you didn't extend anyone. That was not the hardest thing you ever had to do, as well. Okay, maybe not, but it was. It was still a hard thing. It was a very hard thing in my life. No. I, <sighs> That night, I woke up in the middle of the night just sweating. Just like having a panic attack. But god damn it, this one. 
Like, it was a fucking round of grave fine. You didn't have, like, sort of a combat tour in Afghanistan, all right? Yes, I did. My, my tour... We my, talked my, about... My round in grave fine was not, like, a fucking war on terror Look, for you. I, for me, it was, man. For me, me oh and my those, God. those this countries... This is what I'm talking about. Those countries that are misusing foreign aid. Dude, I was there. I was on ground zero. <laughs> all these countries, they're doing such bad things. They're like, you... They're biting the rebs. Biting the rebs You're not dude. getting any money. We're building a new palace for myself. You, you did foreign aid, man. Foreign aid is a piece of garbage. I'll tell right, you. I'll tell right. you that much. Sure, whatever. The hardest thing you ever had to do was lose around the grave fine, despite the fact that we later on went to go to the TOC anyways. That was pretty hype. I ain't gonna lie. When we went uh, positive, I was like, "This is a big accomplishment." Oh yeah, fucking hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> Waiting mechanisms. But anyways, I think we're getting off track. Is the real question here? Is what is the hardest thing that Cobb has ever had to do? Because I swear to God, Jacob Mammon is an international man of mystery. I don't know what he does with his life. Like, yes. like we'll like we'll like tell him like, hey Jacob, are you gonna show up to this thing that we're all doing? Nope. Or like we'll like text him right, and he straight up won't won't reply, won't even look at our texts nope. for hours, and then like he'll God. show up and like, sorry guys, I was busy. Busy with what, Jacob? Busy with fucking what? Doing doing the things. I'm Mr. Worldwide. This is what I'm talking about, <laughs> alright? I know what Pranay does with his time. He's either fucking up with being a human being, or he's doing that, like, <laughs> weird-ass research project he's doing, like where he's, like, looking at the price of drugs, and somehow he's getting paid for it. I don't know why. I don't know why, but he's getting paid to just, like, look up the price of drugs. He's not even publishing anything, but he's getting paid. I know what he's doing with his life. Viswa, I know he's what he's doing with life. He's either playing League or, I mean, you've deleted League, Viswa, good job. But, yes. like, he's, like, dancing. He's doing magic. He's doing something, right? Computer Jacob, science. Yeah. Oh, major. He's doing, yeah, all right. He's doing computer science, right? Jacob Mammon. I don't even know what college he goes to for <laughs> sure. I think he goes to Baylor. I don't know what his major is. I think he's majoring in pre-med, but that's only because... We've all joked around that he's like the doctor of the group. I don't know for sure. I don't know what he does with his life. We tried to show up to like bring him to like some, like, what was it? Like, was it, it wasn't prom, right? We were going to like, no, no, it was like some escape room. It was prom. Or was it, no, no, it was prom. Yeah, we showed up to his house to try and get him to go to prom. And like, he was de- like fucking deceased on his floor. Like, yeah, what I the went fuck? Up was I so... did, I, I saw him. Oh, man. <laughs> what that, the that, hell does Jacob want to do with his life? What did you say? Why were you so deceased? Is oh, basically God, that, that Why were you so, fucking unconscious yeah, yeah, on yeah. your floor? No, that was, uh, that, that day, right, was, um, UIL, right? And we were, UIL region or something like that. And we were, uh, I don't know, we were in Austin, I think. We were in Austin, and we had to, round one was, like, at 8 in the morning, and we had to be, so we were, like, up super early. Uh, we were staying, like, I don't know, 20 minutes away from the place. So I was up at like 7.30 and I just did not go to bed that whole day. I was so tired. Uh, that's that. I remember that day so clearly. I was like, okay, I got to stay up. They're coming. I got to stay up. But I just could not. And you just fell face down on the floor? Yeah. I, was, I just like fell asleep. Like oh my I God. straight up did not have any energy. But that doesn't answer my question though. What the hell do you do with your life, Jacob? It's gonna stay a mystery. He records this podcast. Yeah, I record the podcast. He's the CEO of. I am the CEO. I'm not the CEO. I'm the co-CEO. We're all. Oh, the co-CEO. With who? With all of us. Who do you think? (laughs) 
We're all co-CEOs. We're all co-CEOs of the podcast, Noah. Oh, my God. And I was like, with who? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't sign on to, like, any sort of board of directors or whatever. You're going to be an employee. It's too bad, Noah. You just don't know that you'd... Like you did, uh, but you just sounds, didn't, you didn't pretty, actually know that you sounds did. Sounds pretty illegal to me. You should like, have read right. the fine print. Like, okay, okay, okay. Let's start off with this. Where do you go to college, Jacob? You are correct. I do go there. Baylor? <laughs> yes, correct. All right, he goes to Baylor. All right. What do you major in, Jacob? I have biochem and econ. Bio? What the fuck? Uh, that is correct, Noah. Why? Well, you need... Uh, uh, so there's this program at UCLA and at Penn that it's a you get a MD degree and an MBA, but you need the double major for that. So. So you're going to UCLA or Penn? I'm assuming that's your plan. Well, that's what I want to do. I don't know if I'll get in, but uh-huh. I have taken the prerequisites. All right. What the hell do you do with your life, Jacob? I'm not sure how to answer that question, Noah. All right, whatever. You know what? What's the hardest thing you've ever had to do, cop? <laughs> yeah. All right, hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, probably there's like this time in elementary school. Like okay, interesting. Transition to middle school-ish around that time. I can't put an exact time period on it. But I used to be like super self-conscious about what other people were saying. But then I, I and then I, I don't know. It's just always like, I don't know. It just made me feel weird. And then eventually I realized, yeah, I've Honestly, after I saw Noah just, like, not caring at all, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter what people think. Oh. It's good on you, go. So, so the thing, the hardest thing you had to do was basically, like, let go of caring about what people thought of you, or? That's, like, a pretty significant thing, like, just building self-confidence. No, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. I'm not saying this is not, like, a thing, a hard thing to do. It's definitely a hard thing to do. I'm just. Yeah, but, and I was also, like, fairly young at the time. Like, I would say it's, like, at the beginning of middle school. I remember by um, the end of middle school, I just didn't care. Wait, what were people saying about me in middle school? I, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I remember some school, of the things. I had a good laugh whenever you well. told me what happened in your life. I remember one time you, you hooded some guy, you just put his hood on, and then or Miss Boutine or something, oh, she saw yeah. you and gave you a I just laughed. Oh, my God. No, I does. remember that. I remember that. He just uh, locked on to me like a fucking T-Rex. Boutine hated me. Dude, she seems like... When she's teaching class, she seems like she's such a nice, sweet person. She's oh, like, yeah, no, She's I speaking a super high-pitched voice, and she's so nice. Dude... No, dude. No. No, 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 no dude. It's she a fucking wo- facade. It's a fucking yeah. facade. It's insane, man. She's actually, like cracked why i mean like destroy your entire yeah. life can you give me an example of, of something no like i mean like the thing no it's not like okay so there was that instance where she just like gave me like detention for like putting some dude like it was like it was like my friend like i was friends with this guy right like i wasn't like bullying him or anything like i knew him but she just like locked on and he was like no detention for this kid but like okay that's like not what i'm talking like it's just like the sense right it's just like you get this feeling when you've been in her class for long enough that the whole like happy like very nice personality that she has going on that's not really what she's like oh so like that, like that person who uh, i completely forgot the harry potter lady umbridge oh, oh yeah dolores umbridge yeah. honestly yeah, that's she, exactly she looks like her right too like you think not gonna like a little yeah, bit you, well, you well no no she she, she has brown hair and umbridge has like a blondish kind of thing. i thought she had i thought she also say. had brown hair in in the in the movie i know she had like or she also had brown hair. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
I guess she also had like a. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. I buy okay. it. Okay, but I, I, I mean, also yeah. I have this question. So, obviously, in kindergarten and throughout elementary school, all the you like you know like the teacher personality. Those are in general. <laughs> like, yeah. actually, once you get to high school, like I guess the teacher personalities and their out school personalities are a bit like a bit like mashed together. But how do you think like elementary school teachers are out of school? Because they're, they're Pro- definitely not different. the same. Yeah. Teachers don't even exist out of school. They just go back <laughs> into their coffin. <laughs> Waiting for the next day. <laughs> I, I cannot I imagine say, some of my elementary school teachers out of school. I'm I'm just gonna say that like, when teachers bring like outside life into into school, oftentimes it's very uncomfortable. I think it depends on how they do it. Yeah, but sometimes like, it's fine with me because then they just stop teaching and you can just do like whatever you want. They yeah. just start talking about their life and you're well, just like, Well, I mean, okay. like, okay, like, the thing is, though, that like the type of teacher that will bring their outside like life into school beyond like just like the major stuff, right? Like, you no, know, sometimes teachers will be like, oh, I'm getting married. Like, that's expected because like that's a major life event. But like the teachers that will just talk about whatever is like happening in their life to their students, I feel like those are the types of teachers that are way too comfortable. With students and they are just sharing information that i would I can, rather not know i th- i can think of one teacher who i know his whole life story about explain do you, do you want to i mean all you guys also know or... him too like what we, we literally know how do you know we literally know like almost everything that goes on in his life or has gone on gone on he used to be a ceo of Freaking what? Some radio oh, thing? Oh, <laughs> him, yeah. Free the Latino live X thing. MTV. Uh, MTV. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man! All right, there we go. All right, now was like, now yeah. no one knows. It was MTV Latin America, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. Which You're... makes no sense. I don't even know. I don't think he even speaks Spanish. I don't, we also we looked it up and we just could not find it. He 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 seemed. I mean, obviously we know his entire life. Like he's of Irish heritage, uh, but apparently <laughs> we know that his children. We, we, we literally he just doesn't stop talking Wait, about it. Was he Irish or Scottish? Because I I think I remember one time he showed up to like school in a kilt. Okay, okay. Started yeah, talking about probably, how much he hated the yeah. Started talking about Scottish, how much he yeah. hated the English. Yeah, it was weird Scottish. as shit. Dude. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. Like, he put on, like, a really bad Scottish accent. It was like, oh, Scottish, hate the fucking English, them bloody bastards. I'm, like, sitting here like, what the fuck is happening? He wears Santa Santa costume every weekend. Oh, my God. Also, that was kind of crazy. I don't know. That whole class was, like, except for poker. Poker. (laughs) I remember one time he was, like, telling us a story about, like, his divorced, like, him and, like, his divorced ex-wife, and he was like, I haven't even told the story to my sons. I'm like, why are <laughs> oh, yeah. you telling us this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason why they got divorced, right? <laughs> and he was just yeah, like... I'm like, why are you telling us this and not your real, actual children? Uh, <laughs> why are you telling us this to begin with, man? We're a <laughs> exactly. freaking classroom of students. Like, uh, what? <laughs> it's fine. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we sometimes teachers see their students as, like, I don't know, sometimes they're a blank wall just for them, like a void just for them to talk to. And sometimes yeah, they, they like, think they're like therapy they see or something. Their no students cap. too much as friends, which is like... Because like half the time, okay, if you go in that depth, like half the time people aren't listening, half the time people are intrigued and they're like all compassionate and stuff. I mean, you know, it could be, it could be form therapy. Like half the time it's going to be on the quiz. So you have to listen and in the case of that guy too <laughs> it's like we have to know when, um, how many pets and which which exact animals each pets were it was on the I final I remember it was on the final 
So stupid. That was so stupid. That was stupid. Honestly, Holy the the big class was such a joke. Like the fact that it was like a real actual class you had to take was not necessary at all. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, I could have taken like our history or something yeah, instead. I will instead say I was though, yeah, in class, I, yeah, But it was a fun time. The class was, was pointless, but it was a nice break in the middle of the day. Uh, yeah. Well, but, it was like, only at the end of the day. I mean. Yeah, fair. At least still. Like, <laughs> I could do work and stuff and that personally, personally, I would have rather just been able to take like another class because like maybe then I could have kept taking orchestra or I could have taken like another elective or I could have taken like, I don't know, like chem or bio like one of the like double like those like two period classes maybe i could have continued band i don't know when it came to 11th grade i had to make like a big decision because up until that point i was i've been doing band and debate and uh that's kind of hard man i mean like you can say like yeah sure like it was like a nice break but like if you think about it right like you get basically like four extra classes to like complete your graduation requirements with by the time you're in 11th grade you can basically just like only take six periods just like have a seventh period break yeah but it's like i don't know you're kind of more focused and committed i, I guess know. if there actually is a class i don't i don't, I don't know I, I i it would have been cool if there wasn't because then i could have maybe done continue playing saxophone yeah i mean that like, was such a difficult decision but i mean at the end of the day it came down to like marching band just like it's just too physically draining if you didn't have to do marching sure. band, would you have chosen band over debate? I that that's I seriously like when I was making the decision, I was like, I don't know how. For me, after I kind of factored in marching band, the the decision was pretty clear cut, right? Because debate has a lot of like value outside of like you know even the class or after I graduate and everything, like it, it still continues to serve me well because I can just like speak better. And yeah. I, I'm like better at presenting stuff, so you know it always has that like intrinsic value just because of what it is, and you know playing the saxophone's like cool, but it doesn't have the same kind of real world intrinsic value, I guess, or at least not like super directly. So, I mean, that that's why the decision was pretty easy then. But if I didn't have to do marching band, man, I don't know what I would have done because knowing what uh, you know now, if you didn't have to do marching band, would you have still chosen debate? Knowing what I know now. Yeah, like how I, you I, I, if I if, if I was operating like if I just went back in time but I still had all the information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would still do de- debate, I think. I mean like, come on man, you got the TOC, like I, I would go back and yeah, I would I would still do debate. And I'd talk to Noah right before that summary and we'd win that <laughs> round and be so free, man. Oh god, oh, okay. My god. Yeah. But I would do debate, I think. If I, I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, the thing Viswa says about, like, you know, debate having, like, benefits after you, like, after you finish, like, it's very true. Like, sure, like, it doesn't have any, like, direct, like, career applications, I think, like, maybe besides law. But, like, I mean, the, the fact that, like, in college, I can, I'm basically the best public speaker or presenter in the room without having to put in any effort at all is so nice. It's so nice. I also think it gives you, like just besides like speaking in general i think you learn a lot of research skills and like how to find information oh yeah like yeah how to how to research how to digest information really quickly as well even though it's like extremely complicated and like you have a yeah pretty i'd say pretty much all of us have a pretty good general overview of like what's happening everywhere in the world like we have a good baseline to go off of and like I, i mean like in terms of research like 
Yeah, definitely. I remember, like, when I started the bait, like, I was starting to do research, I'd be, like, looking at, like, these, like, academic papers. I'd be like, man, what the hell is this shit? But, like, now, like, I don't know, like, I've just gotten so used to reading them, it's almost become, like, comforting, right? Because, like, you see an academic paper and you're like, I can trust this information. Like, this is something that I can process and will help me. And it, it went from, like, going, like, oh, God, like, a paper to, thank God, a paper. I can like, read. What am I going to do? There's like so many pages. How do I find my information? And then like two years later, you're just like casually opening up like 12 of them, control effing like yeah. all the exact things you need. <laughs> like it's actually nuts, the transition that's made. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck it, man. Do debate. Yeah. <sighs> it, was, it was a good experience, you know? I would say it's a life hack, man. I, do, I think... If I could go back and do it again, I'd still do debate, but I think I'd try and continue to play saxophone, like just yeah, for myself. On, on the side. Because I kind of just, like, after I ended, like, ended up not taking band, I just didn't really play saxophone. And that was in part to me not actually having a saxophone or a tenor saxophone because I rented mine from the school. And they're not just going to rent me one if I'm not doing band. So Yeah, I feel like... Uh, sorry, like, Jacob, I know you're trying to segue, but I just want to, like... Yeah, yeah, I chime in here. Like, I, I feel like once you, like, basically get, like, get rusty and, like, you fall out of practice with, like, playing an instrument, it's really hard to get back into it because, like, you basically have to do, like, all the relearning. And, like, just, like, the time investment in that is just much more daunting than just continuing to practice and play an instrument. Because, like, I haven't played the cello in years, right? So, like, I know if I want to get back into it, and, like, some part of me wants to, but, like, I know if I want to get back into it, like, I, I'll have to, like, put in the time to, like, start from basics. Like, you know, basically, how the fuck do you read music? Like, I forgot to do that. Like, you know, just, like, start, like, a very beginner level. And, like, you know, just, like, the opportunity cost is, like, a bunch of other shit I could be doing where it's not beginner level. And I, I just feel like the, the, like, at that point, it's just too much of an investment. But, like, going on the debate thing, I, I think, like, the skills you learn are, like, riding a bike. Like, you don't have to practice it. You could not speak, like, publicly for years. And then I think, like, the skills you learned would kick in. I, I don't well, think you need to practice it to, for it to be useful. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like, it's hard, practice, to, like, like, it's hard to go years without public speaking, right? Yeah, like, practice like, obviously makes it better, but, like, I don't know, in some obscure scenario, let's say you don't public speak for, like, a couple of years. Like, I still think the skills would be there and you'd do fine. Maybe. I can't say. Yeah, PJ, what do you yeah. think? You have been awfully quiet. I feel like you are making was, some salads was, over there. Yeah, I was going to say something. I don't, so, like, I mean, like, for me, like, I always thought, like, I don't know, debate, I've put a lot of work into it obviously didn't get as much as i wanted out of it but after but like coming to college now after especially like doing econ which is obviously very paper related again like research kind of stuff especially like getting the research grant that i that I was talking about earlier like there's no way i would have gotten it as a as a freshman if i didn't have like a unique idea and like the unique idea came from uh came from one of my favorite debate debate topics that we did about like pharmaceutical pricing so uh i don't know that there's there's definitely a lot of benefits i feel like i i definitely also put a lot of work into it but now i mean like it's all over and i have my good old pharmaceutical pricing gold paganini 
So stupid. This led me well, to this I, day. I really hope for your presentation, they say, all right, screw, screw whatever you've been working on. You have seven minutes to come up with the speech, or 30 minutes to come up with the seven-minute speech. <laughs> then we'll oh see. My God. Then we'll uh, see. Renee would have to, like, call out, like, everybody else that they're interviewing and just be like, guys, please throw for me. <laughs> and he's still, still losing it. He'd still lose it. Oh, man. Yeah, I think if you have the opportunity to do debate, I think I think it's a good investment. Even if you don't like think you're like a great public speaker, you kind of just become better. And I was absolute garbage at the beginning. Couldn't even like get out like a couple sentences. And you made it, Noah. Yeah, like wait, Vissel, do you remember at like Mean Green debate camp the very beginning? Like, Smith had to, like, coach me through, like, just, like, giving a summary speech just because, like, I couldn't get, like, a single, sp- like, couldn't even talk for two minutes. Yeah, it was, it was a bit rough. Yeah, but, like, I... You did the drills. Yeah. I remember. You were very, like, you were, like, going ham on the drills, and you were very, like, into it. I was like, okay, respect. And I guess yeah, it worked out for the best. So here we are, you know? I guess that's the lesson. You know, the lesson is do debate if you get the chance. Or, you know what? Improve your soft skills. Hmm. So, so, like, you're speaking, you're presenting. Those I agree with skills. that. The, yeah. the, like, no matter what you decide to do, or you're writing, no matter what you decide to do, those skills always are going to be useful. So, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. And with more advice, we can segue to our final segment of life hacks for your everyday life all right you're life me with some life hacks all right we've already given you so much advice so you know what let's just like keep the train going and uh more life hacks so if you have work to do or you have to, like study or something and you're not motivated and you're just procrastinating uh you can watch a video or listen to a podcast of that topic and then that helps you get your brain focused on the subject and then you can like start doing your own critical thinking and you're you're not going from like zero to hundred so it's kind of kind of like a nice sort of segue into what you're supposed to be focusing on a good thing we talk about everything because then that means we're applicable to all so you should watch every episode selfless plug so check out stating the obvious if you ever need a good transition if you're trying to write a case for some debate topic or something man just turn on this episode you know just feel motivated We've talked about everything from like AI. We've talked. We've done. We've done a practice. Not really. We've done a debate on this podcast. So. <laughs> okay, we've you done. Know. We've done very like a lot of different topics. So you'll you'll definitely find something that you'll like. All right, hit okay. me with another. Here's another one. If you drop something fragile, don't try to grab it on the way down. You should just like stick out a foot and let it bounce off your foot, because that'll absorb enough of the speed that it. Probably, hopefully, won't break. But uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, if I agree for, with that. For, for big stuff, like it's not gonna work, right? This is for like smaller things, for like a camera lens or something, right? Maybe. I mean, like I'm just like picturing like on like a wine glass, right? And like the thing I think you have to like take into consideration also is like how delicate it is. So like maybe your foot might prevent it from breaking, but like if it doesn't, you're gonna have like shards of glass just kind of chattering all over your foot. Yeah, that's possible. You know what this you reminds know. me of? There was this one time at a debate at UT where it was nighttime. Uh, like, there was no one around. Uh, we were just, like, in this corner of the campus. The oh, yeah. And Pranay had this glass <laughs> bottle. 
for some reason, we're like, yo, PJ, bottle flip the bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like a bet. <laughs> this time, he was obsessed with bottle flipping. He wanted to get the perfect form, like absolutely perfect. So he flipped this bottle, and it just shattered everywhere. And uh, I don't know what he expected. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but it just went everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, so I remember watching that. Like, he just, like, flips a bottle, and, like, it doesn't even, like, bounce or anything. It just hits the ground, shatters. <laughs> it was so stupid. I just so don't stupid. know what Renee expected. It was like... so stupid. We were all just, like, like I, I remember, like, I was just, like, why Why did you do that, Renee? Because... <laughs> I don't know. What if it landed? Um, just uh, imagine. those things, you know? There's imagine no, if it landed. There's no scenario in that... And where that goes well. <laughs> Honestly, we were there. We were on top of a ledge, and PJ was about to just flip it off the ledge. Oh like, my god! We were on this god. really tall ledge. Oh. About, like, literally could have killed somebody. Yeah, but he was like, "No, nah, I'll just do it on the stairs where everybody walks." Yeah, so, so that's yeah, how we created a walking hazard in UT. Yeah. What if somebody stepped on that? Just cut their Hopefully feet. They were wearing shoes. Yeah, but like, what if they were? You know, like you know those UT kids, those weird ass liberal arts kids. So like, what if they're just like walking around with just like flip flops, and then just know. step on like fucking charged glass? Then it's PJ's fault. Yeah, like their feet start bleeding. They they get like gangrene. Their foot their foot gets amputated. But oh no, the cost is like too much because healthcare healthcare costs in America are like completely like unreasonable. Alright, PJ, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, you ruined somebody's life, PJ. Okay, cut. Who, oh, he was well. like, no, they were they were some bright young kid with a good future in front of them, and you fucking ruined it. How does it feel? I mean, I mean that doesn't feel too Feels bad for me. Now. Doesn't feel too bad for me, man. Oh my, <laughs> you are uh, a heartless bastard, Brene. That is who. That is my name. <laughs> that is my name. Oh uh, god. Bastard. Oh my god. Okay. We'll hit you with a couple more life hacks. This one I think is actually I don't cook very often, but I think it's a I think it's a good tip. Well Noah cooks and now apparently PJ cooks, so we can ask them. Basically the tip, very simplified, is just clean up while you cook. So it's yes. easier to clean like food in the sink while waiting for other things to finish up like it's easier to instead of just like you know sitting around and just like chilling or like doing nothing while you're waiting for something to cook to just like start cleaning up if you don't have anything else to do obviously like sometimes you put something in like the oven then you got to build like and you got to cook and assemble the other parts of it and that's fine but you know if you don't have anything to do if you start cleaning up it just makes you feel better when you're done cooking everything because you don't have like this massive cleanup situation that you have to do yeah well mm, yeah. pj clean or pj uh, in the middle of cooking records this podcast so he's never bored <laughs> i mean like while it's true like i feel like that's less of a life hack and more just like being efficient with your time yeah uh it's probably true uh and i mean i think a good just general life tip is just befriend your professors and teachers in college because they'll actually go out of your way to help you if you 
are like nice to them. And oh you yeah, actually, like, actually, like I'm I'm friends with one of my professors, and I was totally like, like I'm not I'm like I'm not I'm not like friends in the sense like yeah we hang out every Friday or something. <laughs> <laughs> like like I've gotten fairly close to one of my professors, and I was telling him yeah I'm coming back to Pitt, like I'm moving into the new house, we need to buy all these things, and he was just like. Yeah, hey, yeah. Do you, you guys need any like kitchen pots or pans and stuff? Because we're like, we need to get rid of a lot of things. And I was like, oh shit! Like he's actually, he actually wants to give me some, just give us some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Well, and that's because guess, like the college professor like, range is dorms, like I don't know. It's like you can have professors that are like thirty, and you can have professors that are like seventy. Yeah. That's and and they they treat you like an adult in college. I I think. Uh, and then if you're in dorms, you can, like, befriend the cleaning staff and stuff. You know, just befriending people and just being a nice person will get you pretty far in life, I think. If you're just, like, if you try and be a good person and don't tell out of your mind every single time something stupid Don't happens. burn bridges unless you have to. Yes, exactly. Good good tip, Cobb. There we go. All right, hit me with one more life hack, Jeff. Oh, one more life hack. Oh, one panic. more. Uh, Give me the best one. Oh, Give me the, the life hack one? to upload Don't myself. Die. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> and remember how fleeting life is. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Keep those fucking I, telomeres closed, man. Let me let me find you an actual one because I just. I, I, mean, I think that was a good thing. I think that's a good life hack. I think that's a good. I one think it is on. a good life hack. Yeah. Look, I, I just came up with it. I think it's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, if you don't die, you beat the game. You know what? Here, here's a good one. I wonder what if you a, die, a, you just like when you die, it says it just says game over. Like that's like you just see it's the like words game Soul over. Screen. It's just like you died. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you, you die, you're conscious long enough to know that you've died. What? Okay. What? Right. Okay. Right. You know what? Okay. Here. End here. the subject. Give, give me a good one. Control Shift T. There we go. That what, is a good life hack. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That is a good life hack. It's a good one. I've closed so many tabs that I need to reopen. And just simple geometry, boys. So with that, uh, if that was obvious to you, then you know. It's thematic. It's thematic. Yeah, yeah. so don't worry about it because uh, yeah. we're stating the obvious. And if it wasn't obvious to you, that'll make your life way easier. Trust me. Uh, so... Thank you for listening to today's episode of Saying the Obvious, and uh, we hope to see you guys listening to the next one. Leave like a review. Can they leave reviews? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, leave a review. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your mom, your dog, your brother, sister, daughter. I don't know your life. You know what? You do you. Yeah. But we only have one review on Apple Podcasts as of now. It's quite lonely. It's quite lonely. You know, some friends. Yeah. Befriend it. Befriend it. Add a review. Get a conversation going, you know? Just say, like, hey, you come around here often? Maybe that, that review will apply. You never know. It'll be the start of a beautiful relationship. It yep. could be. 